Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Sportsman Log Conduct Podcast. This is your host, Brian Argotten, and I'm here with producer Steve. Uh, we are talking a lot of baseball. We were debating before the show, Steve, to maybe talk some uh, NFL preseason <laughs> reactions to last night. CJ Stroud throwing an interception uh, on his first pass. Uh, Rodgers looking a little shaky. Yeah. But uh, no one cares about preseason. It's like no one cares about the NFL Pro Bowl. Isn't that kind of funny though? Like, you know, football is like, I mean, I love football. Everyone loves football. Like it is the most dominant sport more than MLB, but I rather watch a spring training game than a NFL preseason game. Absolutely. Absolutely. uh, And And I'd most likely, I'd most definitely rather watch the MLB all-star game than the pro bowl. Oh my God. That's not even a question. Especially it's, what is it? Flag football nowadays? Pretty much like that. And then same with the NBA all-star game. Like I have no desire to watch that because no one tries. And the AL in the uh, sorry in the uh, MLB All Star Game, at least they try. There. Well, it means something too. That's the big thing. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah. same with basketball preseason. Don't care to watch it. Um, no. But uh, I think the most fun experience is probably uh, baseball spring training. At least. Absolutely. But uh, enough talking about uh, the NFL preseason. We'll, we'll we'll get to more of the NFL unless there's some injury news here next few weeks. But um, we're we're really getting close to that. Uh, but yeah, man, we have a lot to get to in baseball. It's been a pretty crazy week with a lot of injuries. Um, but first we have, a. I know it's been talked about a lot in the media, but we got to talk about it too. Uh, Orioles announcer returns today, Kevin Brown. He was, uh, pretty much suspended for the last few weeks, um, following their series, uh, against the, um, uh, Tampa Bay Rays where in, in pretty much in Tropicana field <laughs> where he, he, uh, and I'm paraphrasing here. He pretty much went out and said that, oh, the Orioles have not been successful here in like 15 years. And, um, you know, kind of that's pretty much all, all he said. And and uh, management didn't like that. So they took him off the air. And, you know, you have everybody in sports media kind of blasting the Orioles because, you know, and the biggest thing about this story is the fact that, you know, A, this is just a silly distraction from a team that, has world series aspirations um, now. And I, I say now, because at the beginning of the year, this team did not have world series aspirations. They're like, cool, let's try to make a playoff push. Um, this team, I, I think they are just as good as any team in the AL, right? Like, uh, I, I Absolutely. you know, I, their, their pitching is going to be the only thing that holds them back. If a postseason push does happen for them. Um, but like, you know, th- this just taking over and being the headline for the last you know week or so has been kind of really just silly. Um, he was stating the obvious that they, they have not been successful against the Tampa Bay Rays. And guess what? The Rays have been dominant for almost a you know better half of a, what, 15 years? I mean, ever since they made the World Series in 2008, like they've really, they made the playoffs like almost every year. Um, yeah. and Or if they missed the playoffs, they barely missed it. Like this team has been ultra competitive. And guess what? When you go in there, it's not easy to win, even though they yeah, don't sell the road, it out. Divisional game on the road. I mean, it's just like if, if they were to say the same thing about the Mets and the Braves or the Phillies and the Braves, uh, you know, I, I just I don't think that like our announcers would have gotten. Like, well, quote unquote, it, it's it's so laughable. It's just, <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. Like it, It's one of the sillier things. And I, I feel like, you know, to take an announcer off the air just because he said that it's like, I, I mean, 
for management, I just, are you really looking at the bigger picture here? That's, that's what I, you know, I'm looking at, you know, they, they went out yeah. and, you know, at the deadline, they acquired Jack Flaherty. He was a late move on the last, on the day of the deadline last hour. Um, I, this was, I was hoping they would have made a, a bigger move or at least got another guy in there to really add some depth to that uh, starting pitching of theirs. Um, Flaherty, he has looked great. So I mean, maybe this move will pay off and maybe it will get them, you know, maybe to the um, ALCS this year. But, you know, um, I, 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 you know, last year when they were, they were kind of where the Reds were at, like as far as like, you know, we're on the cusp here. We can make a wild card. Um, but last year they decided to mail in, in. they traded uh, Trey Mancini um, and they just kind of mailed in and were like, we're going to go for it next year. And then uh, this year they made a small, like I said, a small move, not the biggest move that you would have, would have hoped, especially with how d- deep they are in their farm system. And now um, it's just, it's like, where is management really looking at? It's kind of like, that, that's what I'm kind of, you know, gauging from all this. Um, what, what do you think on that? I just, man, I don't know. I just, I just think it's, it's, it was just silly. It, it was just silly. I mean, there's no reason to, like you said, it's just a distraction. I mean, dude, th- this team, this team is, um, this team is on fire. Like they just, there's so many other things to talk about the Orioles than, I mean, like for the guy to go over the stats and I mean, I watched the clip like 15 times and it's just like a normal, it's just a normal, uh, you know, pregame kind of thing. I mean, look, they're, they've lost their last 15 series here in Tropicana field. I mean, like I said, if they were to do the same thing with like the Phillies at Truist park have lost, you know, the past six out of seven series, like would Tom McCarthy just get banned? I don't know. It just seems a, a little, I mean, did you hear the fans too at their games? Couple, yeah, bring, games they said bring back that. Kevin Brown. Yeah. Bring back Kevin Brown. Yeah, bring back Brown or whatever it was. Um, I don't know. Like you said, it's just an unnecessary distraction for a team that right now deserves all the positives they can get as far as media goes. Yeah, they're 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 three they're three games ahead in the AL East right now, and they lead the AL um, for that first uh, place uh, playoff spot. Which is, again, yeah. if you would have known that going into the you know. Uh, going into the year that they would be leading the AL by August. It's like, no way. Um, and like, especially at the start that the Rays had too, 16 and 0. I mean, yeah, it you're, yeah, you're right. And not, and now the, the Rays who, you know, I, they'll definitely be there going into it. Um, we'll talk about injuries here in a little bit, but the, the, just the last thing I want to talk about is Baltimore is like, like, you know, we, we mentioned all the stuff about Kevin Brown. It's like absolutely ridiculous. You know, he's coming back today. Uh, he came out and said, we're all good here in Birdland, so everything seems to be fine and dandy. He'll be back on the radio. Just like I said, man, I, I think there's an overall bigger picture here thing is like a concern is what I mean, is I just don't understand uh, what management is kind of going at. It's like, you know, yeah. can't accept a little bit of criticism. Um, guess what? Right. You want your guys to be honest. You want your guys to be like, it's not like they're going out there bashing the team every night and doing this and doing that. Like, Kevin Brown was in a, he was in a, at a good place when he was saying that he's like, Hey, yeah, we haven't won here, but this team is different. This team has been uh, yeah, different from right. any well, team that they've had. Even when Buck Walter was, you know, managing this team and they went to the playoffs a few times. Um, they did not have this much firepower on those teams. Those, those teams were dependent on pitching. Uh, this team yeah. is solely dependent on this offense and it's, and it's base stealing and defense. 
um this team is another thing too like it wasn't a pure criticism it was like hey we haven't done so great here like historically but this is a good team yeah and we're about to change that right now like that's the thing it's like you didn't say that we're gonna lose this series because we're a tropicana field like that's just ridiculous like he didn't say anything of the sorts i mean i've I've seen the oakland a's announcer talking about their record low attendance yeah and that guy didn't get i think i didn't get suspended indefinitely i mean man i've heard i've heard way worse stuff by uh right absolutely team announcers that or um team broadcasters then rightfully so if your team's not doing well and they've tanked like the like the orioles have tanked this team this was a team two years ago where they lost 100 games like consecutive seasons in a row yeah and they they were openly tanking it was pathetic so i mean again so you're you're if you can't take some criticism of oh we haven't won it's like yeah you guys were tanking old openly two years ago so you know just again um it was pretty asinine to um to do this and again like yeah and they're two games back on the best record in baseball yeah like in baseball not just if you, you would like, like again this team is on pace to win 100 games two years ago if you would have said that it's like no way i would have been laughing there's just absolutely and the, the scarier thing is is they're gonna have a, the al rookie of the year possibly this year with gunner henderson it's gonna be either him or yoshida going down to the end um, they had the rookie of the year last year with uh, Adley Rushman and Rushman, Adley Rushman you know, yeah. he's having a fantastic year. Um, you know, man. switch hitting in the home run derby, man. Like, yeah. Yeah. Man. It was, the, it had a fun year. Awesome. The whole team had a fun yeah. year. It's like, you know, I just feel like management is not doing the best to, you know, to put this team in the situation that they kind of, they, they should be in. Like, I mean, yeah, like I said, them and create that momentum, like push along that momentum of, Hey, we're having the best season we've had in 20 years. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, go, going out and getting Jack Flaherty was one move. They could have went out and made another power move. Like, Hey Mets, yeah. you know, what do you want for Verlander? Can we talk to Verlander? Can we, you know, see, I understand that the, the Astros are his number one choice, but can we inquire and talk to him real quick? Who yeah. knows? Like, you know, it's like, Hey, we want you here. Like, you know, we believe that we're better than the Astros, whatever. Obviously, you know, it's like something, but like, I want to hear stories like that is why I bring that up. It's like, I want to know that this team, this, this team is really like, like if they would have brought in a veteran lead, leader, like Verlander or Max Scherzer or something like that, like what would that have really meant to those guys in the, in the, um, the clubhouse? It would have meant, yeah. it would have meant the world that like, Oh, management has our back. Except now, now that, you know, the, this team has a you know, worry about this stupid Kevin Brown story, which is absolutely nothing uh, that they made, you know, they, sorry, they made uh, nothing into something here. And, um, you know, like, like I said, I, I don't think this is going to be a big distraction. It just, I, I would like to see a little bit more out of management of them. Yeah. I mean, there was a couple of, you mentioned lefty pitchers. There's a couple, I mean, Rich Hill, I think is left-handed. Yeah. Um, they could have went after him. They could have went after Verlander. They could have went after, uh, I'm trying to think of another. No, uh, Jordan Montgomery, yeah, who was there. Jordan yeah, Montgomery. Yeah, Montgomery. I mean, no, make exactly. a package yeah, deal because bring in both those guys. Bring both. Yeah, exactly. But uh, and uh, again, I mean, I like what they did, but yeah, they could have done more. Absolutely. I mean, I, I I just feel like you know, they they don't need anything else on offense. They could have brought. They needed pitching. Pitching has been their their kryptonite, if you want to say this year. As far as like, they have a lot of guys who really aren't used to pitching this many innings. And so um, their most veteran guy is Gibson um, on, on there. And, you know, it's like you, you've seen him in the postseason last year. Yeah. You know, you know it's like, <laughs> oh, great. And they're depending on Flaherty to be healthy. And 
Flaherty has not been healthy in, in a few seasons. So, um, yeah, man, uh, like again, if, if they go into September and October and they lose because of pitching, it's, I'm just, it's going to be a disappointment to me as far as like, yes, they had a great year, but they could have done so much more because guess what? If you're going on offense and I read you down the list, can they keep up with Texas? Absolutely. Can they keep up with the Astros? Absolutely. The Mariners? Absolutely. Minnesota? Come on, really? Any team in that central they keep up with. And they could obviously be any any team in the AL East because they've been dominating the AL East all year. So it's like, man, the, like I said, when it, when it comes to Toronto, they they almost own, own Toronto in the last few years. Um, but like um, with Tampa Bay, it's probably going to be the biggest thing. And it's like, again, it's just like who you, who are they going to throw out there as they're on like a, in the playoff game as their first starter and second starter? It's like, you know, you're going to throw Jack Flaherty. Okay. Who's going to be that second guy? Is it going to be Gibson? Because I'm not scared of him. I'm not. No, not at all. Um, Lyles? That no. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at their injury report, too. They have a uh, John Means. Yeah, John Means is supposed to be coming back. But again, supposed to be coming back. you can't depend on him. That guy's missed two years of no. baseball. Right. And, and, you know, it's like, I, I love the John Means story, too, man. It's great. It's just, you know, him coming back. It's But it's like, again, that guy's possibly going to be coming out of the bullpen, maybe throwing two or three innings. Um, also, you know, I, and I love Dean Kramer. Dean Kramer has been really good for them. Um, he's had some solid starts here in the second half. It's, but again, it's like uh, you, you could have just got one more guy in there to really just give this um, starting pitching some some relief down down the stretch here. But yeah, I'm not sold on like you said. It's really come down to their pitching. I mean, Bradish has been okay, but yeah. <laughs> Gibson Gibson seems to be like their ace, their quote unquote ace right now, and I I just don't yeah, and I can't get behind. Kyle that. Gibson's good, but he's not an ace. He, man, it's just yeah. it's crazy. Um, well, man, uh, kind of getting. Let's move on from that. Let's talk about. The, there's been a lot of injuries this last week. Uh, yeah. Most notably, uh, Shane McClanahan done for the year uh, with for the Rays. The, we were texting about that. I mean, that's so big for them. It was crazy, man, he's because like, he, yeah. Cy Young, you know. I was going to say, he's having almost a Cy Young season. He uh, he was a favorite for the Cy Young. Um, yeah. Him and Garrett Cole have been the one and two for the last at least month and a half as far as that, that goes. Let's see what it looks like now while you're um, I think Garrett Cole's in a row. I think he's going to be it. Um, he, he His numbers and everything kind of solidify it. He's been the one bright spot on the Yankees this year. Um, at least the most consistent thing for the Yankees this year, but uh, man, uh, j- just uh, for that McClanahan going down, the Rays, you know, losing their ace, um, that's just a big concern, man. And plus, he might be having Tommy John surgery, um, so he might be out next year too. So it just, just sucks, man. You know, great pitcher, you you hate to see that, especially with a contender late in the, uh, like where we already are just a few weeks past the deadline where maybe the race, you know, could have possibly made another move. It just really sucks. Um, yeah. They've got Garrett Cole as, as the heavy favorite now. Yeah. And then Galsman is, is behind. Too. You know, Galsman can make a push, man. He, he yeah. has, he has the quality starts, the ERA. Uh, what's their, his ERA compared to, um, uh, polls. I was looking at that the other day. I, um, but I got you, but, uh, yeah, uh losing McClanahan, um, for that, because you know, 
I mean, all we know is the Raiders could win the next their next ten games, and they're right back in first place. But again, so go ahead. I was just gonna say, Garrett Cole's two seven five ERA, Galsman's got a three point oh four ERA. I mean, it's close, man. I mean, you know, it's pretty they close. have yeah. they probably have about eight starts left in the year. And Galsman really has to make a push though, because Garrett Garrett Cole's got him in almost every other. Yeah, strike. I mean, wins losses, the WHIP. I mean, his WAR is higher. His strikeouts per nine is a little lower, but other than that. Yeah, and it's gonna come down to narrative, but to like Galsman, um, Toronto's pitching hasn't been. I don't know. They they both have a narrative. Like the Yankees obviously struggled all year, especially at the pitching depth. But same with Toronto, Um, they they're their one strong suit has been their pitching this year. So um, I, I think, uh, I think it's going to come down to the end of the year. If Cole, you know, has a few bad starts, then I think Gausman, you know, could make a little push for it. But I, I think Cole is the Cy Young favorite, right? Uh, you know, the absolute favorite right now. Yeah, definitely. But um, not only do the Rays lose McClanahan, um, the uh, Yankees also lost Nestor Cortez. He's probably done for the rest of the year with a rotator cuff strain. Um, they're not sure if he's out for sure. The Blue Jays, they send down a pitcher, Alex Manoa, again for the second time this year. Um, he was supposed to be their ace going into the year. <laughs> just um, he, he hasn't looked good, man. No, man. I've been, I've been watching some of those Oh, dude, he's beginning. He, is, he has not looked good. He, dude, he was blowing you know, the ball past some of these guys last year. And now it's like it's just batting practice out there, dude. That guy throws something. Yeah. They just put just put the ball in the infield, man. This is crazy. Yeah. Um, uh, what's called also, um, the freaking, uh, Boston Red Sox are getting back, uh, Chris sale today. Um, it's been just a lot of pitching. Um, so Boba got hurt too. I think. Yeah. Boba he, he's out, but he, he was only on the, uh, IL for 10 days. He should be, um, yeah. yeah, 10 day IL. I should be back here. It says hitting in the batting cage and it's jogging, but not yet running at full speed. That was yesterday. Okay. So, He'll be back soon. He'll be back by mid- middle of next week or something. I'm sure. Yeah, and and man, I mean, again, like uh, you know, the Red Sox even CL back. Could this, you know, uh, they're they're four games behind Toronto. Um, could this, you know, put the? I'm not gonna, you know, depend on uh, Chris Sale, who has not been healthy in a few years, or at least consistently. Um, you know, but I mean, can he give them the late season push that they need? Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, man, it, there, there's there's so much here, uh, just in the AL East alone with injuries that has been. Th- these are the kind of moves, man, um, that can Boston's, make or break it. Boston's only four out of a wild card spot right yeah. now, behind Tampa Bay and Toronto, or two of those four teams. Yeah, and I guarantee they yeah, have some series left against them still, right? I I would imagine, yeah. yeah. And also, I think we're doing. There's been a lot of divisional. It seems like a lot of divisional games towards the end of the season this year yeah. with the new scheduling that they're doing. Yeah, you you mentioned earlier, uh, Tyler the Rays uh, pitcher Tyler Glass. Now, uh, he got to start pushed back. He's feeling better. He's supposed to. Uh, he threw off the mound today, and he uh, felt good. And he had a uh, back spasms. But again, this is a guy who's uh, covering for Tommy John from a few years ago, and um, you know, just who's had consistent injuries over the years but uh the rays they're going to need him back and healthy because he's most likely going to be their ace for, for this going down the stretch yeah 
Uh, and real quick, Boston Boston has a tough schedule. Just looking at their schedule, they have a pretty tough schedule to finish out the year. I mean, they Detroit, Washington, Kansas City are in there, but they have a ton of divisional games. They got the Yankees twice. They got seven games against Houston. They got the Dodgers. They have two series against Tampa Bay. They have a series against Texas. They have two series against Baltimore. Jesus. I mean, it's it's a tough uh, month and a half for them, truly. Um, so we'll see. Man, um, it. It's so funny, like, because when I hear does any AL team have a tough schedule, I, I feel like the AL is just so competitive this year yeah. outside of the Central. Like, just the whole AL East is um, all over 500. Uh, the AL West has four teams over, you know, at 500 or more. Um, it's just the, the Central has been the, the absolute uh, black eye for the AL. But, man, it's like uh, going that. And then for the for the NL, it's kind of the – there's been a lot of teams that, that bought and some that sold at the deadline. Some have slowed down. Um, another team that slowed down, man, and we, we got we got to talk about them is the, the freaking LA angels, man. Yeah. They, <laughs> yeah, just again, man, like, like last year, what, two weeks ago, this team was, what were they? Five games over 500. I think that's what it was. They were about five games over. They were looking good coming out of the all-star break. And then, man, they just no. How many games did they lose in a row? It's four, five. Lost uh, six games. Sorry, seven games in a row. They yep. lost two to Atlanta. They got swept by Seattle. Four games by Seattle, and then they lose uh, two to the Giants, man. And and now they're they're looking. They're right back at five hundred. They're fifty-eight and fifty-eight. Um, they have no errors really left to make. Um, and it's like, where, you know, where do they, the angels gave up so much to win this year, man. And it does not yeah. look good for them at all. I, it's, it's crazy too. Because I was just looking at Otani's record is 10 and five. I, I just like, it, we've talked about this like a hundred times, but it's just like the guy goes out and has an amazing game and not necessarily pitching every game, but just in general. I mean, yeah, the all-star of all-stars and he's 10 and five and he leads i'm looking at their stats he leads in batting average home runs rbis on base percentage and hits on his team and well and they're still 500 like again you know and the the team did they they went out and made moves they got better they tried to get better at least anyway um so they said they made some trades that i didn't like i didn't like the the lucas giolito trade that was dumb yeah uh, for what they gave up they could have possibly went out and got Flaherty and Montgomery and for what they possibly give up for their two prospects. Uh, but instead they are, you know, left here in it. It's been their bullpen on, um, as of lately. They blew two ninth inning uh, leads, uh, one the Giants, I think one to Seattle. Um, and Just to touch on it real quick, Giolito has played three, has three starts with them. What's the area like 30? Has He's he's pitched fifteen innings and his ERA is nine. Jesus, <laughs> like, man. Well, like, he oh the Braves shellacked him on that one game. That's so bad. Where he gave up yeah. like nine earned runs. I think he only went like three innings that game yeah. too, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely worked. Um, man, Sheesh. what is a uh, thing? Yeah. Well, for for the Angels, it's not looking good because we were talking again. Seattle has been absolutely lights out. Um, Seattle obviously swept them. We yeah. just talked about that. Uh, they're nine and one in the last ten. They won seven games in a row. Uh, they're ten games over five hundred right now. And 
you know, the angels need one of those teams to fall from grace. Is it going to be Seattle? No. Is it going to be Houston or Texas? Absolutely not. Those two teams have the, probably the most depth in all of the AL Houston and, and Texas. And then, so there's only going to be one team coming out of the central and that's going to be either Cleveland or, um, or the twins. It's going to be one of those teams. Unless the Detroit wins the, wins the runs the slate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's not happening either. I was going to bring up Detroit, but uh, sheesh. I mean, we talked about them potentially being buyers and I, no, they they made a they're, they made a good not, move. They're not good enough. They made some good moves. Yeah, it yeah. sucks, you know, because it's it's uh, Miguel Cabrera's farewell season, and uh, yeah, yeah, not, there's no um, none there, man. But yeah, and then and then obviously the whole AL, you know, the whole AL East is better than the Angels too, man. I I don't see it happening, dude. And it just it, you know, there there someone someone captured an image of Otani when they blew one of those ninth inning leads. I think it was Monday. And Otani just like, you know, was sitting there and looked like he wanted to cry. And I know it's just like a, a picture someone took, but it's like, just, you know, it just, that has to eat at you. Like second year in a row where it's like, man, you know, we're, we're pushing. And then, you know, we get this win streak. We, you know, or sorry, we get this losing streak and this is devastating and it crushed the team. And yeah. man, there's just, I mean, it's been honestly since he got there, like since he was signed. I, I don't know. I, I they haven't really done a whole lot. Well, they haven't even I, I done a whole see... lot in Trout's career either, man. Like right, right. And and I, I just don't see them doing like what are they going to do? What are they doing to ensure? And I don't even know if they can afford him, but what are they doing to ensure that Otani stays with them? Maybe they just don't care anymore. I no, dude. Know. Of course they care. I mean, they went out and well, did yeah, all these but... trades to get him. You know. Yeah, but is he really going to want to stay with a team that's 500 in the middle of August? I don't know. Well, he wants to win. That that's the thing is like they're not doing enough to keep you him know, and I'm not saying that the organization is off. I'm saying that you Well, know, the organization the is team, off. <laughs> that's It is, but the team needs to step up too. You know what I'm saying? It's not just the organization. I mean Yeah, I mean I I, I just feel like the Angels have such I don't know, bad luck. I I just I, I don't even know what it is anymore. Yeah. Uh, but man, they they sure aren't. I, I don't know. I, I it's just hard to say. Like w- one week, I, th- I think that the Angels are gonna be able to keep Otani, and then and then I come into this week, and I'm like, why would Otani want to stay here? There's just like, you know, there's no logic for him to want to absolutely stay here at all. So and bad. yeah, and for him, I, you know, you gotta look at the Dodgers situation where it's like, man, the Dodgers have the money to spend. They're not gonna go over. They have the team. Um, they've obviously have the track record over the last decade. They've been the most consistent franchise in all of baseball. And you just got to be like, man, I'm going to, I, all I got to do is go an hour up the freeway and, uh, I could win baseball and the Dodgers are going to like, cool, we'll give you whatever you want. We'll give you the money that the angels, probably the angels probably offer more money just because that's what it might do to, to keep him. Um, you don't even have to sell your house. Dude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't, you don't, have, you don't have to do anything, man. <laughs> yeah. It's like maybe yeah. he wants to get out of LA. Maybe he wants to go to Seattle. I think he's going to I think uh, Seattle. I think it's either going to be one of these West Coast teams. I, I don't. Th- I don't see. Maybe Texas will make play. The Mets will. The I think the Mets obviously will try to inquire about him. I don't see him going to the Mets though. Uh, oh, I'm sure there's going to be 15, 20 teams that are. Inquiring, I, I don't. But... I think teams will inquire about him, but I don't think. Right. I, I, I think there's about five legitimate takers for him. Yeah. Unless the Padres are some dark horse that maybe who knows, man, they, you know, they spend money like crazy and maybe 
um he'll go to san diego i don't know but um yeah i just ship yeah ship them off to the nl yeah i mean not the diamondbacks no not even ship them off as it'd be depending on where he wants to go man he will not go to the diamondbacks i, I the diamondbacks i think <laughs> will spend the money i just don't that's what i mean yeah i think they would i think they'd be willing to do it yeah i, I he i just don't think he'll want to be in the desert there yeah, they had Dimebacks. I like the Dodgers. I like Otani in the Dodgers uniform. I think that sounds great. Yeah, man, that's where everyone thinks he's going to end up. I I still hold a little doubt that he'll go there. I think he'll resign with the Angels before he goes to the Dodgers. I still think Seattle, man, is just be like, I just I don't know why. I just have that feeling. But then again, if he likes Southern California that much, um, he will not look bad in a Dodger uniform. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. But yeah, I outside. Outside of that, man, it's uh, with the with the rest of the AL, man. Um, freaking in, in that, and I should say, in the West, uh, Seattle, who's absolutely been lighting it up, but Houston and Texas, man, they have been neck and neck. You know, those teams have been so consistent. Um, though they're only separated by two and a half games, uh, Houston and uh, Texas, and it's going to run down to the wire. And I was going to ask you, man. Seattle, they're only five and a half games back. Do you think Seattle can make a push here to uh, maybe overtake the Astros or or maybe hold the whole division? I think they could overtake the Astros only because they're a little bit close to the Astros. Yeah, three and a half. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, games. I just I can't see them taking over uh, Texas. I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, they're but, they're all super close. They're only five and a half games back for Texas. Um, yeah, their 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 I pitching think- is good. Their bullpen's good. Their offense is, you know, solid too, man. Um, obviously, I. It, I mean, they're they're a game and a half out of the wild card, so and I know we're talking about the division yeah. here, but Houston Houston has that second spot. And Houston uh, owned them last year too, so you also got to go yeah. with that as well. I just don't know if Seattle's got the. I mean, they look great lately, but I don't know if they've got what it takes to to beat a team like Texas. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they probably could play them a couple more times too. We were just talking about the Red Sox. Right. Let's see. Uh, they have two. Yeah. See the. Okay. Their last three series of the year this season are Texas in Texas and then at home against Houston and Texas. Wow. So they've got Jeez. ten game, ten games in a row against those two teams. That, that's what I'm saying, though, man. If they are to to end the season, uh, <laughs> imagine they're they're the Phillies of last year and they make this right. push, man, and and just yeah. get in there. And it's very possible, but it's very possible. Yeah. And I, I'm not going to even bring up the AL central. Um, the West is, you know, shaking up to be a juggernaut. The yeah, yeah, East is yeah, no, just, I'm over talking <laughs> about them. Cleveland yeah. wins three, lose five. It's just, they're only three and a half games back. Uh, Minnesota just can't put it together. I mean, they're, they're three games over well, 500 man, right now, but. It's funny that we were just talking about Minnesota too, because that's who the Phils are playing right now. And right before I walked in here to do this, yeah, this show, Minnesota hit back-to-back homers and took a two-zero lead in the second, and then Philly came out and scored six in the bottom. Yeah, of the I second. saw, I saw it's that. Just like, like you guys aren't gonna win this game. Get out of here, dude. I mean, man, let, let's talk about the Phillies. I mean, that's actually a great segue um, because you want to talk about anybody who is a threat to the Braves in the NL. You, um, the Phillies come to mind. I mean. The Phillies and the Dodgers, man. I, I don't even think the Dodgers are better than the Phillies. Just top to bottom. And I, you got to say that just because the Phillies pitching is better than the Dodgers pitching. Um, And who who, who knows? Didn't we see – I was going to say, didn't we see Kershaw? Kershaw did come back, man. But you can't yeah. – you, you know, Kershaw's been dealing with a back in, back injury. Um, 
you just, I mean, he's older, but he's an older pitcher. I love Kershaw, but you just can't depend on him coming to playoff time as far as like, you know, what are you going to get out of him? He's obviously not the best postseason pitcher, you know, when he goes out there. Um, I still, I still love Kershaw. I think he's one of the greatest pitchers of all time, but, and he's also just older, man. You can't depend on him at that. Also, um, and Syndergaard, <laughs> Syndergaard's not there no more. Remember he's on, uh, he's on Cleveland, yeah, I know, I know. Uh, but yeah. Lance Lynn, man, he's been a bright, bright spot Lance since the Lynn. trade came over. He's pitching today. Yeah. Um, yeah. he's been, God, what has he done in his three Dodger starts? He, sh- he shut down the, um, He's won two games. He's pitched 13 innings in the two starts. Two starts. Uh, two, so he's making this. 2770 RA, 0.92 whip. I mean, yeah. Not too shabby. Um, not too shabby. The Dodgers player. obviously saw something that um, that was uh, the, maybe it was the whole Chicago, you know, atmosphere. Uh, did, did you see that earlier this week? I, we didn't talk about that when we were talking about the AL, but the, the whole, um, you know, the Grandal apparently slapped um tim anderson we didn't even talk yeah. about the fight that happened this last week the fight was crazy the, the, i mean yeah jose the ramirez crazy. Punt, jose ramirez punched yeah. him got three he games landed suspension. A nice he, nice little right hook on uh, on anderson. he did man yeah and apparently he takes box, yeah. boxing lessons <laughs> and i think anderson got suspended for like six or seven yeah he was he was the antagonizer in the fight i mean he's the one yeah. that you know threw off his glove and uh, Jose Ramirez is like, okay, you really want to do this? You heard Jose, right? Did you hear Jose? They did an interview with him, with uh, his translator and everything. He was saying like, he's like, he's always just disrespecting the game, and I just didn't appreciate it. Like, well, I mean, he, the way he was standing over him, was the disrespectful. Position, he's di- disrespecting everything. Yeah, and you know, man, it's crazy. Appara- apparently, Anderson has a history of that too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, a lot of a lot of players don't like Anderson. Jo- Josh, um, was he? Him and Donaldson got into it. Remember, like two years ago. Yeah, um, yeah. and. It's like, you know, Anderson, and he has an attitude on him. It's funny because, you know, you look at Anderson. This is a guy who, uh, who this is a guy who has, what, over 1,000 hits? He's going to wrap up his career with almost 2,000 hits. Yeah. Um, Def- oh, definitely. Yeah, so, I mean, this is going to be a guy, like, not saying he's going to be a Hall of Famer, but, you know, this guy's going to have a great career. 30 years old, he's a free agent to be. Um, maybe he gets his stuff together and, you know, but I see it. I don't see the White Sox bringing him back. Um, so it's like, uh, but this is a guy whose career average is 300. Dude, he's a really good player. He just he's got 900, 987 hits in his career. 987 hits. Yeah, and like you said, he's 30. He's 30. So yeah, I mean, he's got time. I think he's gonna play another five, six seasons at least. And he, why well, he has five? This is his fifth year. This is like his, consistently. Uh, yeah, he was signed in 2016. It looks like he only played 79 games last year, and he only played 49 during the COVID season. Yeah, but other that than that, he's played like a full 100, 100 and something games uh, since 2017. Yeah. and So it's year six. Yeah, I mean, again. So he's, like you said, he's got another five, six oh, years in him. I mean, he could hit 2,000 hits for sure. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, back to the whole White Sox thing, man, is like uh, apparently like, you know, Grand Grandall said that that never happened. That he never, you know, he doesn't know who's who's saying that. Um, also, they said that the rookies were sleeping in the the bullpen or something like that. In the bullpen, did you hear yeah, that? Yeah. It's like I, heard that, yeah. um, I don't I don't know who to believe here. Obviously, the the players have come come out and said that that's this isn't true.
but obviously the discipline on the field shows it, man. This team has been terrible all year. Um, the, the, they should have been way better with the amount of talent that they've had. Um, obviously, whatever the organization is going to do, maybe they're just going to clean house and clean slate and trade everybody away and just start all over. Maybe they're going to trade Louis Robert, Eloy Jimenez, and kind of just get, get some of these guys out of here. Um, they just signed Ben and Tendi in the offseason for a lot of money. Um, but uh, again, this is a, this was a team two years ago where it's like, man, um, they had, again, World Series aspirations, and, and the fallout's been kind of ugly ever since all that. Yeah. We've been t- we were talking about uh, Dylan Cease there for a while, too. Yeah, another guy. I think he'll be traded, too. Um, yeah. uh, you know, Lance Lynn, obviously him pitching better in these starts, man. man he's just getting shellacked. And, and, you know, man, being in a bad atmosphere and going to a positive uh, atmosphere, just just the what that will do to your life and your mindset in general will, you know, just uh, change you automatically. And, you know, maybe Lynn has, is a prime example of that, you know? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But uh, enough, enough on the White Sox. Uh, kind of going back to uh, the Phillies, man. Um, well, the the Phillies, we, like you know, I was mentioning earlier with uh, um, yeah, I want to apologize to everybody. I like to go off topic a lot <laughs> to what we were talking about, going back and forth. <laughs> but uh, man, to to say for the Phillies about them being the biggest threat to the Braves, man, is okay. We saw Lorenzen throw a no hitter um, earlier earlier this week. That that was big, dude. This, there was a late pickup that Dombrowski did, a very under-the-radar move. Um, went out and got all-star uh, pitcher um, Lorenzen. And now now with the – you look at the depth that the, the Phillies are able to dude, throw I out there, say, dude. Go ahead. I could say so much about that Lorenzen game, dude. Like, that was his first complete game. 124 pitches, career. yeah. Yeah. It was his longest start, right, 124. And it was the 15th no-hitter in Phillies history or something. The last one was Cole Hamels eight years ago. Wow. Um, but just the fact that it was his first home start with a new team, new organization. I mean, his mom and his wife were there. Yeah, Dude, no. it was just an awesome. I watched that game. It was an awesome that, game. It was an awesome. That game. seemed like it would have been a fun game to be at. Um, yeah, right. He had the whole crowd behind him, but just the first first career complete game too, let alone a no hitter. Yeah. I mean, sheesh. um, no man, but no, you 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 bring that up, dude. It's like. And I'll, I'll let you go down their depth. Like you go ahead and talk about this is your team. I'll let you talk about it. Well, they're talking. Yeah. So now that I mean, I actually just heard him say uh, today. Now that Lorenzen's here, Suarez has been healthy. Uh, they're working on a six-man rotation now. So it's nice to have like a sixth guy because that's huge. Uh, we were we were running some bullpen days there back in like May and right. June, early June, and it really didn't work out too well for us. Uh, I think Strom was pitching quite a bit then. Well, but yeah, I mean, you've got Lorenzen and, and Strom, got, by the way, who. Man, that guy's solid. If he comes Strom. out of bullpen, I love yeah. Strom. Yeah, big time, and he could pitch three or four innings if we need him to. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like him coming out of the bullpen in a playoff game, like you're like, fuck, man. We just went against, we just went against uh, Zach Wheeler for five innings. Now we gotta go against this guy for two or three innings. It's like, dang. Yeah, we're about to get Alvarado back. Yeah, I'm really liking the the Phillies bullpen's been stepping up quite a bit lately. Hoffman's been looking really good. Yeah, and. Um, and Sir Anthony's been stepping up a little bit. Gregory Soto has been looking pretty good. And not, not only that, man, you guys are finally getting your big uh, offseason uh, pickup finally hitting uh, Trey Turner. Last seven games, yeah. this guy's been hitting 400. He has 10 hits, two home runs. He's got a couple of homers. Yeah, he hit one yesterday. Yeah, finally. I mean, the whole crowd, well, they had the whole city behind Dude, him. and I don't know if you and saw that. That's what you got to love about it, man. It, standing O's and everything. He came out and had two hits that game. And what he did, I don't know if you saw the story, but he went out and bought uh, 12 billboards in Philly 
and put like thank you philly or something on it with a picture of wow to thank to thank the city and the fans for their support no. which i think is awesome. yeah no that, that's a, that's amazing wow i didn't even didn't yeah. even know about that yeah um but but yeah turner's been hitting castellanos had a couple of two home run games in the past week i mean he just hit another homer last night and i think he's got a couple ribbies tonight but they're starting to hit man schwarber had a pretty hot july um he's still still not batting uh, i think he's still batting a 180 something who trey turner he's, he's up to no i'm talking about oh, schwarber Schwar- Schwar- oh yeah he's, he's, well i mean he's hit 30 home runs so far like I think you got to realize, like at the, at this point in his career, that's what you're going to get from him. You're going to get a lot of walks, a lot of strikeouts, and a lot of home runs, and a lot of home runs. And yeah. but Bryson Stott, Alec Bohm, those guys it, have both been pretty much carrying the team. Lately. And also with Schwarber too. I mean, just a big postseason hitter guy too. Yeah. So oh, like yeah. having him, like, like again, man, just looking up and down the lineup. I mean, of course, you look at the Braves. The Braves have a monster lineup and the MVP on their team with uh, Ronald Acuna. Man, it's like. Um, him, Matt Olson, you know, you mentioned him earlier, home run leader or tied with the home run leader uh, with Otani in the game. Um, but like going, going up and down, man, it's like that, that Braves lineup is great, but so is this Phillies team. And, and the Phillies pitching, I think is better than the Braves. I mean, Strider got shellacked again. Like it's funny. I was talking to my buddy, yeah, uh, my buddy, John, and we were like, I was like, Oh, you know, cause I, I told him to bet on, uh, the, uh, I think it was the pirates and the braves last week and uh i was like take the the uh braves over and he was like he's like no he's like dude strider's good and i was like i was like no dude he's gonna get hit and of course he didn't get hit he had a really good game um he came out and uh i think he only gave up like one earned run he was really dominant they split they split the series with the braves i mean what <laughs> The Pirates split the series with the Braves. Yeah, you know exactly. Well, they, they took two or four. Yeah. Well, no, and and uh, Strider was it Tuesday? I think Tuesday. He got he got shellacked Tuesday, by the. Yeah. Uh, he he got uh, shellacked by the uh, Braves or by the uh, Pirates. Yeah. Sorry, that was uh, oh, yeah. Monday's game. His ERA is almost up to four. He's twelve and four right now. He's the only reason he's twelve and four is because that that team's freaking offense is yeah amazing. Yeah. But um, his his ERA like he's not as great as a pitcher he was last year. I'm not saying he's not going to be a great pitcher for his career, but uh, there's they obviously are dealing with that. They did get Max Freed back, and Freed's been uh, pretty looking pretty good after his injury. But um, still, this is a team that needs Kyle Wright back. They don't know what you're going to get from him. And uh, man, um, I I think I just think they're going to be a little vulnerable, like they were going into the uh, postseason last year. And if they catch this Phillies yeah. the Phillies catch this Braves team, I, I like. I would probably choose the Phillies in that. Um, in that, hey, they did it last exactly. year. Exactly. I mean, they, yeah. they like the Phillies are going to go into this. Like, oh, hey, we're even better than we were last year. Let's take care of business. Go out there, and absolutely. And um, yeah, I mean, they're like I said, the Phillies starting one, two, three. You put in Lorenz in that third spot. You're like, damn. Um, we we could easily really take on Max Freed, Spencer Strider, and absolutely. Charlie Morton. Absolutely. Yeah, if this team hits. Which they've been doing lately. I mean, everybody's been hitting lately. So yeah, yeah I think it's uh, and they're, they've been getting walked a lot. I think they walk. I think they walked. I think Miami when we played Miami last week. I think they walked the Phillies like, well, sh- even last night, the the Nationals walked the Phillies like nine times yesterday wow. or something like that, or eight times. Their their starting pitcher who was it? Uh, Patrick Corbin. I think Patrick yeah. Corbin. Yeah, Patrick Corbin walked the Phillies seven times. And uh, then the reliever came in, and the second at bat that the reliever was in, he walked the next batter. It was like, oh, my gosh, dude. Like, Again, man, they're, they're they're catching their stride, dude. I mean, how many games back of yeah. – because uh, 
the um it's down to single digits now dude they're only nine and a half fine yeah, i mean they're, they're not going to catch the braves but man no but to because they're they're gonna i think they don't make the playoffs it's a shame this was a team that remember they had a shaky shaky start um yeah. they had a shaky start just oh, like they'll, the Mets. they'll make the playoffs and, i have confidence in that and they do have seven more games against the braves this year mm. I wonder if this could be. I wonder if this could be a Braves Met scenario like last year, <laughs> but again, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm wondering. Like, if the Braves keep playing the way they've been playing, 500 baseball, yeah. and don't get me wrong, they're great. But if the Phillies keep winning seven out of ten, and the Braves are only winning five out of ten, and then we play the Braves, I mean, I don't know, man. Well, like, I'm not saying they're gonna win the division by any means, but I think they could get it within a couple games. Well, the, the the luck for the Braves today is they're they're playing the Mets, and they're up three zero against the Mets right now. There you go. Um, <laughs> Who knows? The Mets have been playing better lately. Pete Alonso has been um, hitting some homers. He's been hitting some dingers, but um, yes, but don't don't worry. Uh, you can count on the Mets to lose the Braves. Um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, man, definitely. T- but I mean, I'm just just looking at the Braves real quick. Real, one more thing: they split the series with the Pirates, and right before that, they lost two or three of the Cubs. Right, right. I mean, like, what are we talking about right now? They lost the series to the to the uh, the Red Sox. They got two or three from the. The White Sox beat them two out of three games. The Diamondbacks beat them two out of three games. Like they're a good team, but you know. No, that, that's what I'm saying. Like they. Yeah, they, they definitely have that potential. To, the the Brave, just, the Braves, like like the Rays, they had a really hot first half, and I think both like like them, they're also cooling down just a little bit too. Um, just just with. They're talking about it being the most historic quarter of baseball. Well, I mean, dude, they the set Braves. the records for home run in June. Remember that? Like I think it was right. May and June yes, actually. Exactly. Um, yep. but again, they. Their uh, pitching bullpen and starting pitching have both been vulnerable. Vulnerable, and you know, you know as well as I, you need good pitching. That was the Mets' problem all year. Mets weren't getting any good pitching, and they were getting some decent hitting, but the pitching wasn't there. And um, yeah. again, you know, the Braves have a three-year leader on the Mets right now, but I would not be surprised if the Mets, the Mets have a man on first and second right now, and uh, would not be surprised if the Mets end up making this a game. Not gonna say they're gonna win it, but again. You know, it's like they they could easily put some stress on that on that uh, that bullpen just because they have not been lights out in the second half. Absolutely. Um, and real quick, talking about Turner. Turner just hit another double and yeah, got his second RBI of the game. And again, that up. guy turning it on, man. Um, just dude, his average was two thirty five uh, at the end of last week, and it's two forty six wow. now. Yeah. So he's really making some moves. You get over two fifty, man. That's gonna be a really uh, positive sight for him because. Again, that guy is when that guy's going right, he's just as good as any hitter in baseball. Absolutely. Um, let's see, talking about talking about um let's uh kind of say in the division, the Marlins. I was just gonna say the Marlins. We should talk about the Yeah, Marlins. they they had a comeback win was it yesterday? No, two days ago. Two days ago against yeah. the Cubbies. No, not the Cubs, sorry. Uh no, they were playing wait a minute. Was watching a game. They screwed me on it. That's why I remember. <laughs> yeah. I remember your stuff. I was looking at something. I had the. Uh, uh, oh, the Reds. They I, the yeah, Reds. The, yeah, that was a huge. The Reds. Series. That was a huge. The, re- the reeling Reds. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, the Reds right now who are they're up like six zero on the Pirates. So probably like a little joke. Um, but uh, yeah, they took two or three from the Reds, which is big. For yeah, them. and and the Marlins, man, again. I, you you can't you can't just uh, put them away right now. There are four games over five hundred sixteen fifty six, um, but 
look just with their starting pitching alone and their starting pitch is not as dominant as I thought they were going to be this year. You know, just with the guys that they have, or you saw them in past years, like Alcantara has been a, you know, he's been a big disappointment this year. Um, you know, they did call up uh, Yuli Perez, or P- Perez, and he did get rocked the other day. He had like four, he had, not rocked, he had four runs. But uh, uh, I like Lazardo. That's about the only pitcher that I've been really, yeah, like, I think that's been pretty consistent. But yeah, yeah, he has been their most consistent pitcher because Braxton Garrett and uh, Edwin Cabrera, two other pitchers who you thought were going to be, you know, really solid for them this year, just have not, have not been there. And uh, their bullpen, not, not the best. Um, gives up runs um, with Miami. If they make a wild card spot, uh, I'll be more concerned, but I, I got to see it first. Like, I just, I just, um, I know they have that third wild card spot. I just don't know if they're going to hold it, be able to hold it. They're, they're, their bats are just really consistent. I like what they did at the deadline, bringing in Jake Berger and um, uh, who else? Uh, they brought in somebody else. Oh yeah, um, but um, I can't remember. Yeah, they, they but Here, me... they did uh, bring in Berger. They are losing right now. The Yankees seven to four. Uh, so oh, Josh Bell, that was it. And Josh Bell, he, oh, yeah, he's Josh been Bell. he's been yeah, hitting Josh for them Bell. too. I think he has like three yeah. or four home runs since he came over. But uh, but yeah, man, I just I just don't think they have enough there. Um, well, like you were just saying, I mean, let's just say it was a playoff matchup. Well, like if they were to take on the Braves or if they were to take on the Giants, I, I would still be scared. I'd still be scared. Yeah. I mean, I just don't. Yeah. I just don't think they're going to be able to maintain it. Like they they had a really good hot month of uh, July, and uh, where it was like, oh man, maybe they're actually going to put something together. I think it was late June, early July. And uh, Luis Arias has slowed down a lot. Man, this guy was hitting 400. He's down to 367, which is still fantastic, wow. of course. I mean, it's great. Yeah. But again, they were getting high production out of this guy, and the rest of the lineup is just really isn't there. They have one. They have two guys, Brian De La Cruz and uh, Chad uh, Chisholm. Yeah, um, Jazz Chisholm. Sorry, uh, hitting yeah. o- over 250. But other than that, it's like they're not really getting much else out of their offense. So if they're their bullpen, or sorry, their pitching doesn't come to life. I just don't see it from them. So who takes that third wild card spot? I, the, then? Is it the Reds? Is it the? Is it the? Wait a minute, the Cubs. I, I, I think <laughs> the Cubs are a half game behind. Yeah, Cubs are half a game behind the um, the well, the Reds are also a half game see, behind too. And right, or do we well, see the D-backs? Make and that's the thing right now. The Reds, they they win today, and Miami loses. The Reds are taking over that spot, and I, I that's and it, I right? I think. And obviously Arizona's right there too, so you can't count on Arizona. But I mean, I just think those other three teams are just better. I think the Cubs are better. I think Cincinnati's offense is better. Um, yeah, Miami has the bullpen or the uh, pitching, but again, if they're not going to be lights out. Then I think Cincinnati, I think the Cubs, and I think Arizona is all better. Um, although my uh, Arizona's lost eight in a row, man. Um, yeah, yeah, the other team that's fallen out of it. You know, this is one thing we need to talk about with the Dodgers earlier. Uh, Dodge, Dodgers in San Diego, the Padres, the Padres, who were, it was a Saturday where they were, they would have won. They could have been on the brink of 500 and the Dodgers stepped on their neck, dude. They, yeah. they, you know, I think the Padres were five to zero against the Dodgers. And then, um, the Dodgers had like eight run inning the next inning and it was capped off by a Mookie Betts grand slam. The grand, um, yeah, I saw and that. it just, and now the Padres have lost like four in a row, uh, five of the last six. 
and it, it's it not not look good. Juan Soto came out the other day and said, yeah, he thinks the Padres have just kind of quit. Um, they're not far out of it. Yeah. Like I said, they're only four and a half games out of that wild card spot. Um, I mean, you want you look at any of these teams in the wild card spot besides the the Phillies. You're like, damn, the Padres are better than all these teams. They're better than the Giants, I think. They're, I mean, as far as like you on paper, think, yeah. you, right on paper, you're, on paper, you're looking at it, it's right. like, but I mean, the the Padres should have won the last two World Series on paper. But man, it, it's just, <laughs> dude, <laughs> the Padres, man. I mean, Josh Hader, like zero point five six ERA. It's like this guy has been unreal. Um, it's like up and down the lineup, man. You look at it, you're like the starting pitching has been so good this year. How the heck do, are they losing? It's just Again, uh, I I st- still hitting, can't man. count They're them out. Like you still be. can't count them out. But it's just, yeah. you know, we're almost we're going to be in September before you know it. And and are the Padres going to close that gap? I still think they can. And if they if they get to where the Reds or the Cubs are, I'm going to be very scared because, again, you saw them you saw them get into the postseason last year. They ripped through the Dodgers, and they um. Would they lose to the Phillies in four? They lost. I think the Phillies. Yeah, I think yeah. the, the Phillies beat them, but man, the the Padres were up in. But they, the they were up in one of those games, and they, that that series could have easily been two two, uh, going into it looking looking a lot different. So, um, the the Padres have really good pitching that, too. They show that when they're doing like when they do like Phillies promos here on the like the local TV station. They they show that yeah Harper, the, the Harper, Harper home run where he throws yeah, the bat the home run yeah. Yeah. That, no, yeah. I mean, dude, that, that's an epic call, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, just look at, like I said, man, looking up and down the lineup, you're like, damn, how, you know, they still get in there. I'm still not going to close the door on them because you can't, because they're only four and a half games out. We we're talking about, you know, the, um, we we're talking about earlier, the angels, you know, being six and a half games. It's like, well, the, 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 the Padres have a shorter, um, ladder to climb there. And, um, the teams in front of them aren't I that much look- better. Yeah, look at their lineup, dude. They're like, they remind me of. Remember when uh, the Nets, the Brooklyn Nets, had like, it's like seven starters on like seven of their. Yeah, I, I was gonna say, I was gonna say that. Do you remember the Philadelphia Eagles, the Dream Team Eagles, when they had Michael Vick? Uh, they brought in Vince Young. They oh, splurged this yeah. whole off season. Got like Namdi yeah. Asawa. Um, they they I think it was like two thousand twelve. I want to say. Two twelve, yeah. I think they won like nine games that year. Not even, dude. They were like four and twelve. They they were uh, yeah, terrible yeah, yeah. that year. Um, yeah. you're you're talking about the year before that with Michael Vick. I'm talking about uh, remember when the Eagles gave him that massive contract and then they just splurged on the whole free agency, and yeah, that was the year Andy Reid got fired. That was because the next year yeah. was Chip Kelly, and um, yeah, good old oh Chip. yeah, he was terrible. Um, but yeah, man, uh, it it's not not looking not looking good for for uh. Not, not looking good for them considering all the offseason moves that they made and it's like uh, kind of where do you go from here just the amount of money that they spent i mean like you said i mean you, you look up and down their lineup it's like i mean they're all like superstars well, like it, yeah. it's just hard to believe that, I, mean, I mean it, it know, brings it brings have, they're big names. it brings up the the thing is like do you trade settling in the offseason i think um if they do miss the postseason i think that's an absolutely for sure thing they will trade juan soto uh josh Hader will be a free agent blake snell will be a free agent so you know they're they're gonna lose some guys, and uh, although they do have a decent farm system, so even though after they made that Soto trade, and I think if if they trade Soto, I still think they will be able to replenish that farm system pretty quickly. Um, yeah, 
Hey, they picked up Rich Hill. Oh my you know God. what I mean? Um, <laughs> they got Rich Hill and um. But and yeah, I, no. Uh, and G- I love G Man Choi, man. I think he's yeah, G Man. He's, he's good, clutch hitter, and he uh, draws walks. I like that. Yeah, patient hitter. But again, man. No, I think you're right though. Juan Soto's gone. If they don't make the playoffs this year, he's yeah, gone. I'm still not going to count him out though. I'm not going to count him out, even though they no. lost four in a row. No, no. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny because if they would have just kind of stayed, if they would have just played 500 baseball with the Dodgers, they'd they'd be in that third wild card spot, or yep. uh, right right out of the third wild card spot. I mean, right yeah. under it, yeah. But uh, yeah, well, kind of going there, man. Um, Milwaukee, um, they have two games up over on the. Um, on Cincinnati right now, actually not even two games, game and a half. And uh, one thing that came on right before we did this podcast, and I'd rather bring it up, is uh, the Brewers are considering a relocation. If they're not able to get uh, the renovation agreement um, with, I think, the city, um, they're going to be looking to relocate. Wow. Um, I don't – I got to do some more research on it. I don't know um, – uh, how long they've been there? Have they won a World Series there in Milwaukee? I think they've won one. I think maybe one. Um, yeah. I mean, kind of sucked because of the name and all and all that. Like, um, it seems like it's a good baseball city. The Brewers have outlined oh, a almost a four hundred fifty million dollar renovation that that is needed at American Family Field. Um, but yeah. They uh, their lease is supposed to run well, it, through twenty thirty, but the club uh, the club has been pushing for immediate improvements, and without a without a deal, the district uh, might not have enough money to fund uh, fund the improvements. This is coming all from oh, Molly Beck. Uh, the, they haven't won a World they Series. Haven't. Okay, they have one AL pennant, so they made it to the World Series in eighty two. That, okay, that's what it was, and that's it. Um, I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this sounds a lot like what's going on in Kansas City right now, too. Kansas City's trying to build a billion-dollar stadium, and they can't even draw 20,000 fans to their current stadium. It's like... Yeah. I, I, and meanwhile, the Brewers are like, you know, with, a hefty... With Kansas City, though, their owner will not take them out of Kansas City. He won't. No, but the Milwaukee, I think, no. they're like... Well, where do you think... would have? Is there any talk of where they might go? Uh, no, I just saw I just saw that. It's kind of like, you know, they're, they're kind of just talking about it. Um... I mean, I would like, I would rather, I would rather them stay there than the the A's staying in Oakland. I think the A's moving yeah, to uh, Vegas is probably better, even though the A's have a lot more history in Oakland than Milwaukee does. And and um, they have a lot more history. Period. Exactly, yeah. as far as like they have World <laughs> Series and they have other. They're an older and they're an old team. Yeah. I mean, the Brewers I think started in like 1970 or 1969 or okay. something like that. I was just seeing. Yeah, 1970. You're right. Uh, um, yeah. So I mean, the A's have been around since like, since baseball was around. <laughs> have they? Um, Almost. Um, not sure how far back their history goes, but yeah. Well, they were the Philadelphia. They started out as the Philadelphia Athletics. I'm pretty sure. I did not know that. Unless it's like a long time ago. I mean, I'm talking like early 1900s type time frames. So. Yeah, and. C- considering where this seems to be at, the, they're going to have a whole new look this coming off season because um, I don't believe they're going to be a threat at all in the postseason. I think they're going to be an early out like they've been almost every year. Um, their offense isn't good. Um, they're still winning baseball. I don't know how, but when the postseason comes, it's a different monster. We've seen this from the Brewers the last few years, and uh, they're going to come do uh, to pay Corbin Burns. They're going to 
they have some considerations that really make this coming off season. So I'm uh, not saying they're not going to be competitive next year, but they just, uh, they, they have a lot of question marks going into the off season this year. Um, and then, yeah, I think, uh, oh, never mind. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Oakland has been around since 1901 wow. as the Philadelphia athletics. And then they moved to Kansas city in 1955. How long have they been in Oakland? And they've been in Oakland since 1968. Okay. I, and I mean, obviously again, but like you said, they've got one, two, three. I mean, they've got four World Series since they've been in wow. Oakland. Yeah, I mean, again, so, so. And they won five Worlds or five, I guess, World Series as the Philadelphia wow. Athletics back in the day. But so they got some titles under their belt. I like, I like the move. I mean, I, 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 I would like to think where, where would Milwaukee go? Like, I mean, what cities are nearby? I mean, I guess it doesn't have to be nearby, but I mean, I mean, we're gonna see like a. We we've we've been hearing that maybe Portland has been interested in possibly getting a team. Um, Vegas is obviously the other destination. We're not sure. We don't the the A's to Vegas is not done yet. Like, could come the off season here and this could all be changed. So uh, maybe they they will stay. But again, that's what I'm thinking. Like just as far as the divisions go, because I mean Milwaukee's you know with the Pirates and with Chicago and Detroit. Yeah. And, well, and. Uh, or not Detroit, uh, but yeah, they're they're all they're all kind of close by. I'm just wondering if they move to Portland, would they restructure some of the divisions, or would that just be a long road trip? I mean, <laughs> um, they they would they would probably restructure, but who who knows? Yeah, um, yeah. it's all all speculation right now. I mean, that was just it's kind of that was just kind of uh, yeah. just kind of out there, considering That's a new home. I their lease agreement is until 2030. So I mean, are we, do we have to wait six years? I just uh, has to be, be some more research done on that. Um, I think we kind of went through everything we need to. Just kind of this. Uh, I'm just gonna go around baseball real quick and uh, see what's happened as we're recording. This is uh, baseball's been going on. Aaron Judge hit a 460 foot home run, uh, his longest home run of the season for Judge. Uh, right now, they are uh, the Yankees are beating the Marlins seven to four still, going to the bottom of the seventh. Uh, Rays and Guardians close five four game. Uh, Braves are up now five zero on the Mets. By the way. The Mets might not even finish fourth in the division. They might finish last behind the Nationals. I know. And I'll tell you what, Washington doesn't look <laughs> No, like dude. They're, they're, yeah. Look, I, I told a buddy of mine who's a Washington Nationals fan um, right before the season started, I said, I would not be surprised if the Nationals won more than – because the, their over-under was like 62 games or something like that. I was like, oh, put them at, put them at an over because their put, offense. Put it, yeah, absolutely. Dude, they're a decent team. I mean, watching them, even when we played the Royals, when the Phillies played the Royals. Yeah. I mean, they have a second worst record in baseball, but dude, Kansas City came out. So yeah, they are, and they're. I mean, they're a good team. Yeah, I mean, they definitely. Um, they always at least try to win. Yeah, they don't try to take moments. Yeah, right, right, right. I mean, I mean, look at it. Yeah, like you just said, the Mets. They're they're only three games behind the Mets. I think they overtake the Mets. The Mets stink, man. Yeah, I think so. Too. I mean, I, I would rather that it work out that way anyway, because the Mets will get a dra- better draft pick for next year. Better draft pick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look. For everyone thinking the Mets are, aren't going to be buyers going into uh, this offseason, they're absolutely mistaken. The Mets are not yeah. going to just sit uh, sit back and uh, stand put for this offseason. No, no, they have to. Buy. Oh, there, there is no have to. They, they're going to. They're going to make moves like going out and getting some other players. I don't think they're going to splurge like they did this season with going out and locking up 40-year-old pitchers. But they're, they're gonna, if there's going to be a veteran guy out there where they're going to be like, oh, you know, we – uh, we need this. Would you be surprised if they gave Josh Hader a hundred million? Like, hey, come here for 
five years, a hundred million, you know, absolutely not. Um, no. Going out and get somebody like that. Well, like we talked about, Otani. They're they're gonna they're gonna make an offer to him, I believe, but I I just don't think that Otani's gonna choose to go there. No, maybe they sign a Blake Snell. Maybe they go out and get him. There you go. I'm not really, you know, he's gonna win a second Cy Young. He's gonna be at that age. I just feel, man, like Aaron Nola. (laughs) It's just the thing is, is signing these older, like signing these players, you know, and especially pitchers. We've seen so many injuries to pitchers. Carlos Rodon being the most recent where he just signed this massive deal. He has not had a great year with the Yankees. And he's at the age 30, 31, where it's like, man, do you really want to pay this kind of guy? You know? And uh, whatever it's going to cost, $150, $200 million. Like, but there, there is going to be a team owner that does it. I just don't think it's going to be the Mets going out and doing that. No. Like, Maybe they do out do go out and get Blake Snell and say, "Hey, screw it, we're gonna sign this guy." Um, maybe Marcus Stroman. I think I think Stroman could opt out um, after because I think he had a, a opt out after a second year, and he, he'll be looking yeah. to get paid one more year. I don't know how much he's gonna be looking to get paid. Maybe he's gonna be around the three year eighty million mark. I wouldn't be surprised if the Mets are like, "Hey, we'll we'll take you for that." You know, he pitched he pitched decent in New York. He's been durable. Um, he's looked really shaky. His last uh, few starts, man, has not been not been great. Uh, did he pitch today? Actually, <laughs> I want to see. Uh, no, uh, it's a sod today no, for, for I them. Think so. But um, man, oh, you know, we didn't talk about the Cubs earlier, uh, but we'll talk about them next time on the show. I'll see what they do there against the Blue Jays here. But um, yeah. yeah, that's a I, that's a great. It's series. a fantastic series, man. Two yeah. teams you know, fighting out for those wild card spots. Um, which is crazy. It's so crazy to still even say that that Tampa Bay is fighting it out for a wild card yeah, spot. Yeah, like, that division is this man. Who would have thought? Freaking Baltimore. Who would have thought? Yeah. But uh, uh, you got the A's and the Nationals playing. Nationals up three two. Uh, Pirates. <laughs> Pirates are losing the Reds six zero. Uh, Phillies are up nine to two now over the Twins. Again, would not be surprised if the Twins are back at five hundred at the end of the series. <laughs> I just want to tell you. I just want to tell you. I have a seven. Oh, wait a minute, one, two, three, four, five. I have a seven-leg parlay on the Phillies game, and I've got six of them. So as long as the Phillies win, I'll nice, dude. But I don't, need, you... I don't normally do seven-leggers. That's was it serious five bucks to win two hundred? Uh no, it's I put two dollars. Nice, on it, but I'll win. Tw- I'll win twenty-five. Oh, there you go. Hey, I like so, it. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. <laughs> but uh, just something, yeah, just something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those are always good. I'd have no faith in the Twins, and I know uh, Keuchel hasn't been pitching very well. This Is Keuchel year. on the Twins? Yeah. Oh, I loved betting against him last year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he yeah. was a great over. Wait, is he starting for them? He's starting. Oh yeah. no way! Nine point. Well, he's out. He's out of the game now. But, Dude, yeah. I didn't even know that. Oh my god, nine point four five ERA. <laughs> I know. As soon as I saw that, I was like, I'm definitely. Putting oh some my money god! Some hits. I got Castellanos for a hit. I had Real Muto for a hit. I had Turner for a hit. Dang you! You know, you know, Minnesota's desperate for pitching when they're throwing Dallas Keuchel out there. I mean, <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. By the way, the Astros are leading the Angels right now, three to one. Bottom of the second. There's a man on second and third for the Astros, and no outs. It's Ke- ready for this, Keuchel, Real quick, go ahead. Keuchel pitched an inning, an inning and two thirds, and he hit fifty pitches in an inning. And Six two-thirds. earned runs. No, no strikeouts. Six earned runs. Two walks. Oh walks. man, that's terrible. Bad. That again, that's what it was like last year when he. I forget who he was pitching for. Last year, but uh, it was the White Sox. That's where he was. 
I almost want to say yeah, the White Sox. The White Sox. Yeah. Um, Angels or Houston now has the bases loaded. Uh, El Tuve just tried to walk. They have Reed Detmers on the mound for them. Uh, let's see. Cardinals are losing to the Royals 8-0. Brewers and White Sox are tied 2-2. To two innings. Um, and yeah, the Cubs are up on the Blue Jays six to one right now. <laughs> yeah, and D backs, D backs, uh, Padres tonight. Yep. Like Good we one, Rangers, Giants tonight. Those guys. And, I, and I'm excited to see Orioles, Seattle. Yeah, too. I mean, dude, epic series. I think that's been the, and uh, we'll, we'll leave it at this. It's probably been the best thing about this year as far as like how much competitive baseball we have this season, as opposed to last year where we're like, you know, we had some, we had competitive games going into the weekend, but man, just like this, like mentioning those three games, what having which haven't even started yet. Talking about the Cl- the uh, Cubs and the Blue Jays, the Angels and the Astros, um, the Phillies and the Twins, man. You know that, and uh, Yankees, Marlins, uh, Guardians, Rays. So many Rangers, Giants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so many teams um, just fighting it off. You know, for a playoff spot right there. But yeah, yeah, man, just uh, more meaningful games this year. Great for baseball. I can't wait to see the attendance numbers for August. But uh, yeah, it's been awesome. Does that have something that you think that real quick? Do you think that has something to do with the every team plays every team? I think it has that. I think the rule changes. I think the, the, obviously the, the games play. being faster. Um, the games have been yeah. faster this year. It's been higher hitter, higher yeah, more higher more stolen bases. Yeah. I, th- I think a lot, a lot about that. Uh, the one good thing that a Manfred has done during his what seven year tenure as commissioner yeah well it's pretty much almost the first yeah, thing he's exactly. done <laughs> like we kind of talked about that at the beginning oh, of the man. season he's been t- he hasn't done a whole he's lot. terrible man he's absolutely terrible um but yeah i think uh we'll, we'll leave it at that hope you guys all enjoyed this podcast um we'll be back uh next week steve we'll be back early in the week um you know we'll get uh, back here on a consistent schedule thank you everybody for listening please do not forget to subscribe to the podcast share it with your fellow sports fans And we'll see you guys next time.